You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is for all the perfectionists out there and can be found at prosperouscoach.com slash 133. Creating and growing your coaching business can be super stressful, right? And in my experience, when creative tension ceases to be a positive driver and it morphs into anxiety, your efforts are counterproductive anyway. They won't produce results because they're guided by desperation and high pressure rather than strategy and calm thinking. And you know me, I think that strategy is the key to long-term business success. I've seen coaches under tremendous self-imposed pressure quit their coaching business before they really even got started, or they begin to sabotage opportunities by just trying to do too many things. They drive themselves crazy and nothing is worth that. But the solution, you guys, isn't to quit. Instead, learn to reduce and modulate stress. Your clients are going to need this too. Now, I'm a longtime student of this wisdom, and it's not an easy thing to learn. But it is a highly valuable life skill. And if you believe you have to reach for perfection all the time, and truly most of the coaches I meet are guided by pretty impossible expectations on themselves, then self-imposed stress becomes this way of life. It's like a habit and it could eventually make you ill. That's what happened to me a little more than 10 years ago. I was driving myself so hard to grow my coaching business to these larger levels. I was doing all sorts of tactics all at once, you know, selling products, selling eBooks. I was doing group coaching. I was selling big, bundled, expensive programs. I was doing joint venturing. I was doing evergreen teleseminars, all sorts of things. And it took tons of learning hours. I had to have help. So I had to hire people to do that for me. So it was expensive. I was working six days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day. And everything was energy depleting for me. So... The break in momentum that came with my sabbatical was a bit sad for me, but I know that if I had continued to push, I would have landed myself in the hospital. And my friends and family were scared for me. And this is one reason why I teach coaches the simple coaching business model. You can listen to that episode at prosperouscoach.com slash five. There is a different way to earn well than to do all these things. And you can keep expenses low and also your labor low. I'm earning now almost as much as I was then working three to four days a week for about six hours a day than when I was burning the candle at both ends. And I'm truly content with my clients where before I really wasn't as much. So here's what I learned the hard way. If you don't teach yourself to reach for good enough and move on, then you won't have a lasting and lucrative coaching business and you may hurt yourself. So I'm a person in perfection recovery. I hope you will be too. 
And I've discovered that people really can't relate to perfect. If you appear perfect or you try too hard to appear that way, you'll actually lose valuable relationships, including potential clients. Think about it. In your favorite TV series or novels, isn't it the flawed individual who you root for? They're the one that wants to improve, and they're more appealing than that plastic person who never slips up. So I've been podcasting for two and a half years now, and I will say no other tactic has been more reliably successful at attracting my ideal clients to my VIP program. But I have learned from pro podcasters that consistent weekly content delivery is the best way to grow listenership. And I have compared my own progress with podcasters who drop episodes sporadically or they don't put something out weekly. My podcast has more downloads and I'm getting more traction from it. So since the beginning, I've only missed one week and that was Christmas Day until this past week. I didn't get an episode out to you. I usually get ahead in episodes, but a set of difficult circumstances in my life that include my partner's health and something going on with my home that's going to evolve a lot of effort and a a big investment, they just stole my time and bandwidth. And after several hard weeks in a row, I sat down to plan an episode for the next week and I just didn't have a useful thought in my brain. My body was telling me, no more. I can't handle any more. So I blew off the episode and I rested. And there was, you know, this momentary concern that I quelled quickly. And I thought, nobody's going to notice. But one of my favorite past clients reached out by email. And she asked if I was okay because she noticed I hadn't put out a new episode. And that really touched me deeply in many ways. So thank you, Shauna. So it was a legitimizing moment because I realized that people do notice the rhythm of my podcast and they miss it if something fresh isn't out each week. Still, no goal, rule, or belief is worth getting ill over. Goals can be postponed and rules can be broken and beliefs, they can stay fluid. So I'm better, and things have been resolved, and I can resume my personal goals. And by the way, growing a coaching business is a personal goal. I do encourage my clients to build momentum in their business. So yeah, if you can, stay the course. Hold yourself accountable for your own success. But I also assure my clients that they are wise human beings, and they intuitively know when enough is enough, And another thing will be too much. And after all, wouldn't you encourage your coaching clients the same way? Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.